Hey everybody, this is Mike with Homesteading and Hobby Farming. Back at you with another episode. I finally got around to doing another episode um, after the first one. Had some personal stuff hit me in the face that had to get taken care of, but I'm back on track now and should be able to get these episodes out to you a little bit you know, more regular than you know, two or three weeks between episodes. But what I'm going to be talking about today is going to be a continuation of what I talked about in the last episode of the you know, making a plan, you know, getting started making a plan. This is going to be getting started making a plan part two. And, you know, and some of the things that we talked about or I talked about last time was, you know, making your plan. What do you plan to do with your homestead or your hobby farm? You know, what are your plans there? And the big thing that I'm going to talk about today, one of the topics is the main one is, do you plan to just be more self-sustainable? You know, is, is that what your plan is? Is that, that all you're looking at with this? You know, are you just planning on being able to take care of your family, you and your family better as far as not having to depend on grocery stores, you know, your big box stores and things like that for the things that you need, your food and things like that on your homestead or hobby farm. So with that, you know, I'm going to talk about you know some of the things that you can start out with you know what I've started out with here on my homestead is looking I, I looked at it and the the chickens kind of fell in my lap when I got started but I was already thinking about doing the chickens but it just happened to be that's that's what I started out with after all because they just like I said kind of fell in my lap but you can raise chickens they're they're pretty easy to care for they're low cost in in taking care of them yeah the cost of the feed and stuff has went up here in the last year or so but you know there's there's ways around that you know you can can feed them stuff out of your garden that you don't sell or you don't eat you and your family don't eat you know you can can give them scraps you know they'll they like scraps from leftovers from your dinner things like that you know so it's you can cut down your cost for them with that and you gotta you know have the housing for them and one piece of advice with that I would give you is make sure that the housing for them is predator proof but I really don't believe that you can make honestly in my opinion and my experience that you can make a chicken coop and run 100% predator proof I thought I had mine that way uh, during this summer and I lost several chickens to raccoons so you've got to continuously be on top of that to watch out for any ways that the raccoons or any other predators could get into the the run or the coop but with that being said you know they chickens are pretty much you know they're they're a low low cost you know you can you can buy the chickens the baby chicks fairly cheap at at your feed and seed stores um things like that places like that you know tractor supplies and things like that 
but also what you can do to cut down on your own costs you've got to put a little bit of money out to start with but get an incubator you know incubate your own eggs that your your chickens lay you know that's a way of keeping costs down because you're not having to go out and buy the chickens from somebody else by buying you know you don't have to go online and order them and have them shipped to you you don't have to go to tractor supply wherever you may go to get chicks you don't have to do that you can hatch your own so that that cuts down on your cost there plus one thing that i'm working on now is i'm wanting some dual purpose birds which i've got some in my flock now but i'm trying to get them where they may grow a little bit bigger than what i've got now by you know crossbreeding different breeds of birds where that way i can have a good dual purpose bird for meat and for eggs and that's one thing i'd like for you to look at you know you need to look at too is are you planning on just having the chickens for eggs or are you planning on having the chickens for eggs and and meat as well so you need to think about those two things you know what is what is your your purpose for the birds that you're going to have what what are you planning on doing are you you just going to have them strictly for the eggs or are you going to have them strictly for meat or are you going to have them for both and one of my drawbacks that i found with the birds like the cornish cross and birds like that that it's turned me off to them as far as just having the strictly meat birds is the fact of there's so many health problems with those birds because they grow so fast. They have been bred throughout time to be just that, a meat bird. And with that, they've got to where they, they grow so quickly. Because in those birds, you can have them hatched and ready to process in about 8 to 10 weeks. That's too fast for a bird to, to grow you. And think about the stress on the body. So they have so many health problems. I don't want to spend that money on birds and lose several of them because of the health problems. So the thing that I'm trying to do is have my own dual purpose birds. Yeah, they're going to cost you a little more in the long run as far as feed because they take a little bit longer to grow out. And to get the processing weight but there again you've got the eggs that you're collecting from them in that time that you can either use to hatch off more birds or you can use for food or to sell so that's some of the things i'd like for you to think about something else i would like for you to think about when you if you decide to do the dual purpose birds or just do meat birds or just do egg birds but one of the things <coughs> excuse me one of the things i'd like for you to think about if you're doing either the dual purpose or the just strictly meat birds is your upfront cost that it's going to cost you to get all the equipment you need to process the birds you you're going to need the chicken plucker you're going to need some good knives you're going to need a good clean workstation things like that now you may have some friends and neighbors that can help you out with some of that stuff you might be able to rent some of it from them things like that but also 
you know, think about the long run down the road, you know, how often are you going to need to use that, that equipment? If it's something you're going to be using several times a year or every year, you know, I would suggest making the investment in going ahead and purchasing the equipment yourself and having it on hand instead of having to, to go borrow or rent from someone else. So the thing I'm trying to trying to touch on today is is what is what is your your main goal you know what are you wanting to be just self you know more self-sustainable self-sufficient and if you are you know look at look at what's going to fit you the best as far as being able to do that for you and your family and you know i've talking about the, the chickens you know that's that's a great way to get started. That's a great way to to have food, you know, eggs and meat, things like that. And they're low cost, again, and they're easy to care for. You know, you, you may have some medical issues now and then with them, but for the most part, depending on your breed, there's some breeds that are, that are more apt to be susceptible to sicknesses and health issues but some are pretty hardy some some don't have that many health issues or not prone to it so but that also goes back to how you care for the for your birds you know what kind of environment are they in how are they cared for how how do you take care of those birds and a lot of people they free range their birds and i have no problem with that and I've had people tell me, you know, I'm being being mean and cruel to my birds because I don't let them free range. But the problem I have here, there's so many predators that roam around this area that I don't feel comfortable letting my birds out to free range because I can't be there with them the entire time they're free ranging and to watch and keep the predators off. I have hawks here. I have fox. I have coyotes you know bobcats all those kind of predators so i'm not comfortable leaving them out unattended to so that's something else you need to think about you know take care of your animals and keep them in a situation where you're not going to be losing your birds hopefully and that thus costing you more money because you're going to have to replace replace those birds in the end so that's going to cost you more money if you go out and order them online and have them shipped to you or you have to go to tractor supply wherever you may go so my big suggestion if you're planning on having having chickens and you're wanting to keep your flock going i would suggest getting an incubator incubating your own eggs it's it's not very very expensive to do that incubators are for the most part are not not very expensive as long as you stay on the small scale to start with you know start out small you know start out small with with whatever your plans are with the homestead and and go from there just build it over time you know you don't have to do it all at one time you know and that's like i said in the the first episode that was my problem i wanted to do it all at one time i wanted to snap my fingers and everything be the way i wanted it and it it don't work that way i found out the hard way but I'm coming to grips with that and I'm just slowly building it now. 
and that's what I'm trying to pass on to y'all is my experiences that I've went through and, and done and built in my homestead. So today, hopefully you can take from this that, you know, what, what your plan is, what are you being, wanting to be more self-sustainable or are you wanting to make money? My advice, if you're, if you're just more self-sustainable or, well, for that matter, if you're planning on be, making money with it, you know, you, the start out with the with the chickens. They're low cost, and you can process the the birds, and you could trade to others with other homesteads for other other things from them. And you can also sell the sell the birds after they're processed to other other people, family, friends, other homesteads, things like that. So, I mean, that's twofold there. You know, you can be more self-sustainable, but you can make a little bit of money on the side as well. So, and a little bit of money coming in will always help your homestead. You build your homestead or your hobby farm. So, I hope you get something from this today. And like I said, again, I'm sorry that it's taken so long for me to get another episode up. But there was things that, that hit me that I um, wasn't expecting. But hopefully I'm going to be able to get more more episodes up quicker and uh keep this going and you know hopefully that y'all get something out of this but if you would you know if you if you don't mind let me know you know give me a give me an email or hit me up on uh instagram or facebook on our little homestead in the holler and email is our little homestead in the holler at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you you know give me give me your thoughts on my my podcast if you think i'm doing okay or if you think it's something that you know i'm just blowing in the wind here so just give me some feedback on this but i hope to hear from everybody and hope y'all have a great day and god bless you all